ourselves. I'm Alondra. Um, many of you know me. Just kidding. I'm just Alondra. Um, yeah. Hi. I'm Miranda. Many of you know me too. <laughs> She's not hey. kidding though. Okay, share a fun fact about yourself. Why do people want to listen to you? A fun fact about myself. I don't have any. Okay, so we're gonna create some fun facts about ourselves during this, whatever we call this. We don't have a title, we don't really have a clear mission, but we're pretty much here to, you know, kill some time during quarantine and talk about the shit we go through that no one talks about. Um, maybe some people are talking about it, but I just feel like there's a lot of unspoken stuff and just like, I don't know, with everything going on, it, it gives, you, yeah, gives you a lot of time to think, reflect, you know, high school, where we are now. I just turned 24, time flies. Where you're going next after this? Um, I don't know. It's quarantine, so I'm probably going to, like, nanny or something this summer, <laughs> considering the times, but that's okay. We're living. Yes. Gotta make the best of it, even though it sucks. Yeah, so why do you want to do the podcast? Or, I guess we'll call it a podcast just to, like, not have to explain it every time. Podcast video series. Um, I've always wanted to do it, just I've just always wanted to, like, share things about myself that I feel like I don't ever really share. I yes. feel like we're all very guilty of, like, of, like, having a life that looks one way and we're actually living in a different way. Exactly. That always, doesn't always necessarily mean that your life is bad, but I think a lot of us live a life and portray a life that we really don't live. 100% true. Um, one of my writers today kind of talked about that so I run a, a blog-ish kind of thing on Instagram called modern sex stories um and one of my writers kind of inspired me and Miranda today especially kind of creating these videos because they were just talking about how they're in a relationship that's impacted a lot by like comparison and a lot by how social media affects like who we are and you know like we aren't necessarily those people that we portray ourselves to be on Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, no, sure. And in the story, um, he said that the relationship was perfect when it was just them two, and then when they were out with their friends, she, it was different. Yeah. Um, and I think with quarantine and everything going on right now, you know, if you are, I mean, I'm not with anybody, but Alondra's in a longer relationship. Um, I feel like you really get to, like, see like people's true colors and you know you're not at the bar you're not with your friends you're not dressed up I mean you're at home on the couch with your hair up and you know for a lot of girls that's hard like for me I put makeup on a lot to put makeup on just to do this video mm -hmm. 
because that's what we're used to doing. We're used to getting dressed up and looking good to go out. And sometimes, like, that doesn't even really matter necessarily. Like, you know, you should be able to go out with however you want to, if it's with your hair up or if you want, you know, or, you know, wear makeup, do whatever you want to do. But I think that, like, for me, um, this time being home and not having anyone to, like, dress up or, like, go out and meet and see has really made me think about like if I actually do things for me or if I do it for other people yeah and I'll be the first person to say that I'm a big um I for a lack of better words like I'm a I'm thirsty for like the external validation like all of the time and I'm not going to sit here and say on this video I'm creating this video because I don't think um women should do that or men or whatever gender you are like we're you know open to everything but it's like we we don't have to lie we don't have to lie to ourselves and me and Miranda understand that so that's why we want to make this podcast saying like we are guilty as freaking charged for everything um I just posted a rooftop bikini pic like two days ago no not two days ago probably two weeks ago but still like why yeah. why she texted me and said should I post a rooftop bikini pic and I said yeah, why not? And then, like, an hour later, she posted it, and I was like, oh, wow, it's hot. Like, go ahead. But it's like, I mean, even the other day, I put my makeup on and took a picture to take it off and then to watch a movie, get back in bed. Like, it's just crazy now. Like, this is also a time that's never really happened before. And me and Alondra are not in politics. We're not in medical field. My family is. But this is not it. We're not going there. Um... <laughs> This is more of just kind of like this, the, like what's coming out now that you are literally not doing anything. And if you are still working, that's amazing. I respect that I am still working too. But you also aren't doing a lot of the things that you were doing before, whether it be going to the gym, whether it be you had, you know, date night with your boyfriend on Thursdays at your favorite restaurant, or you had girls night with your girls on Wednesdays and that was what you looked forward to. Whatever it was, it's not happening anymore, and it hasn't been happening for a few weeks now. Mm -hmm. And we don't know how much longer it's going to be like this. And it was actually Alondra's birthday the other day, and we did a Zoom, and we were on Zoom for three hours. Yeah. And, I mean, it was, we got drunk, like, real drunk, and we talked, and, I mean, it was kind of like I felt like everyone was in the room with me. Mm -hmm. But, you know... You have to make the best of it. And I know Alondra always looks forward to I always see Alondra on her birthday or vice versa. I think there's been a few where we couldn't do it because we are long distance now mm-hmm. after high school. But I was actually going to drive to Philly and see her. And I was so going to tell her that my car broke down on the way there and I couldn't make it. And I was going to like not, like, I was like, I didn't care about it. And be like, sorry, like next time. And then I was going to show up and whatever. But we can't do that. So. We'll have to replan that. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, we're making the best. We're making the best of the situation we have at hand. And we don't mean to, like, make this video and dwell on, yeah, we're all in quarantine. We're just trying to find, I guess, the light of quarantine. Um, so let's talk about that. There was a couple things that Miranda mentioned that we kind of wanted to talk about today just to open up. I mean, for further videos, audio recordings... We want to know what you guys want to hear, but since this is the first one, we're going to be a little selfish and just take it where we want to go. Yeah. So, um, we want to talk oh. about weight fluctuation, 
Yes. What else? Um, friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, relationships, yeah, we could touch on those. Yeah, I think we'll have enough time to cover, like, um, weight fluctuation and especially friendships, especially distance friendships, um, we have... Well, let's start with, let's start with the friendships and how we met. Yeah. Okay, so we actually, so, um, where we're from, it's a small town and the, um, elementary schools are divided into two. Uh, I think it's like that for a lot of areas, but that's just how it was for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't go to the same elementary school as her. We had a mutual friend, and so we went to a birthday party, and we met. And I was shout like, out. Oh, like, Let's do a shout out to Hannah Grieco. Yep, Hannah. Okay, I was like, I'm sure you say her name. Yeah. Um, and so I think it was like a pool party sleepover, and Alondra had like crazy curly hair. We both did, and I don't know what happened. Bye, Felicia. We'll talk um, about and- that one day. We'll talk about what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and... I was like, oh, like, she's cute, and she has curly hair, whatever. I think I kind of thought, oh, my gosh, Bert. I think I thought she was a bitch. <laughs> and then I fell asleep early, and she wrote on my feet, butterflies. <laughs> and at the time, I was kind of like, oh, that's mean. Like, well, I was right on my feet. <laughs> but now, thinking back, like, I mean, it was just butterflies. Like, I mean, butterflies are nice. Yeah, it's like a, it's a, what is the word I'm looking for? It's foreshadowing, you know? Foreshadowing or, a good friendship, yeah. Yes. So, yes. We, great. Yeah, we met a while ago. We've had our ups and downs, and I'm sure some people know of the downs. Yeah. But we like to focus on the ups. Um, but we can talk about, like, what the downs have been like, especially going to college, and what it was like to be separate from your best friend, um... And like really trying to manage that friendship because it was not always easy for sure. No. Um, yeah, so I know a lot of you can probably relate to this. Like going to college and having your high school best friends, it's like yeah. you literally go home on breaks and you're with like your whole high school friend group and it just feels so comfy. But then you go to school and you're with all these new exciting friends and they're giving you and teaching you lessons in life you never expected to learn. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the friends you made in high school aren't made to last. I will say it's very unlikely for you to keep a lot of the high school friends you had. I mean, I keep in touch with a few. What did you say? Cutting out a little bit. Okay, now go. Okay. So, like, it's very unlikely to keep all of your high school friends. It really is. We didn't keep all our high school friends. No. I mean, we keep no secret you keep in touch um but it it was almost like you try you try to put in all this effort like you tag them in birthday posts and you know just like all the stupid things that we do nowadays to keep friendships and then you realize one time was the last birthday post you made for them and then the next year you just didn't do it and you don't really necessarily find other ways to keep in touch besides photo likes like, yeah, thanks for liking my Instagram pic and commenting congrats on um, some of my accomplishments. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. No. Well, let's, let's, like, say what, what, what we did. So, like, after college or after high school. So, after we graduated, we, we had a good summer. We had a lot of grad parties. Um, we lived very close to each other. Actually, everyone we hung out with lived very close to each other. Mm-hmm. So, we had a lot of, like... I don't want to, we weren't really big drinkers. 
No, I think. No, we're like, what Um, we no. had fun. We did our thing, but not a lot of alcohol was ever really involved. Um, or weed. We didn't smoke weed either. We didn't smoke nothing. Um, we actually <laughs> we loved to see him at concerts, so that was like a thing we'd go to. We'd like smother alcohol, like Skrillex, Kelly Clarkson, Snoop Dogg. I mean, we would drink, but nothing, I mean, nothing like now. Like, not no, ever. like, we'd be excited to go to a C-Mac concert, which is Canandaigua, New York, a C-Mac concert, and buy the big, freaking, like, what, 15 <laughs> Yeah, like, a $15, the freaking bottle of wine itself is $6, and we were so excited to get, like, these little plastic yeah. cups of Arbor Mist. And I did we spill mine. And... Yeah. So... Then we went, I went to Finger Lakes, I went to a community college, and Elijah went to Niagara. So that was like, what, two hours away? Mm-hmm. And we actually were arguing in the beginning of college. A lot, like a lot. Yeah, we like weren't talking, I think, I just, I don't know, I think I just didn't talk to you for a few days, and then you called me crying, <laughs> and said that you needed me, and I said, okay. I was having boy issues, like, I said, okay, what do you need? <laughs> And we obviously talked it out and worked it out. I don't, even, I don't even think we, like, figured out the problem. I think we just, like, moved on from it, which is it's fine. Sometimes that happens. It does happen, and it, it it's not a bad thing, but it also, it makes those issues, like, I mean, that argument we had, whatever it might have been, I'm sure it came up again and again, because if you don't resolve things the first time, it's just going to linger inside of you. Like, it just will. So, you know... We fought a bunch of times, but when you realize that your friend needs you, it's kind of like, put your shit aside and just, just be there, you know? Yeah. So, I was at Finger Lakes for about three years, and then I actually transferred to South Carolina. So, that was really a lot, because Alondra was, we were both in, like, our fourth year, so Alondra was really, like, focused. She was doing psychology. I don't, I never cared about school. That's well, fine. I knew she, what? I said, that's fine. I knew she was going to have a tough year, so I didn't think she would be able to come down. But every time I would come home, I would obviously see her. Um, and we would, you know, like nothing ever happened. We would get together. We would, she would come over to my parents' house. We're very close. Like, a lot of very close to my family. And we'd have, like, Thanksgiving dinner. I think she's come over, you've come over the past, what, three Thanksgivings? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... And we'd drink and have a bunch of Italian food and go out to the bars and, you know, yeah, go to Geneva. So I guess it's like, what we're trying to say here is like, we made a friendship last from high school and we might have gone, we went so many months and months and months without seeing each other. Um, oh yeah. We went weeks and weeks and weeks without even speaking. Like we were, life gets busy, it just gets in the way. But just because you kind of drift off from a friendship, it feels like, it doesn't mean you have to walk away. You can always just, like, when you're home, say, hey, I'm around, let's do something. You don't have to text them every day and see how they're doing. That's the problem with, like, what we're living in right now is that it's a problem, but it's also a good thing that we can constantly connect with people. But it's a problem when we feel pressure on ourselves to have to text people every single day. That's just not realistic. So you can make friendships work by just seeing them in person, like the good old fashioned way. Well, I think a lot of it too is like, you have to kind of understand where, 
like where your friends or your significant other or whatever it is is are in life like for example like the past few weeks like she's finishing up grad school and she's in quarantine and, and she can't graduate she can't or she can graduate she can't walk the stage mm-hmm. um and that's obviously very frustrating especially when you work so hard mm-hmm. and my last year so you, she was like you know in gonna be in a mood gonna be stressed out so like I would text her here and there but recently like since she's been like don't you now you're done with school right Mm -hmm. she's been more like free and not so stressed out which is stress isn't you know you can be stressed out like yeah obviously a big thing you know if you don't know a lot you know she's gonna be a therapist so it's obviously like was important that she finished strong but you know I wasn't like mad at her or but like, like times when she's like short with me or something sometimes I'm like what's wrong with you I'm or also a shitty like, texter you're the only too. one that's busy I always say that to her I'm like you think you're the only person that's busy in life I know Miranda will text me and she'll be like hey can you can you do this or something or I'll and I'll just like be so snappy I'll be like I'm, I'm doing xyz and this and this like leave me alone like kind of thing I can be very like pushy like if I if I am very busy and stressed like you will know it like I will not be like hey how's it going like I won't spare a second like I'll be like no 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 I don't have time see you later kind of thing but she knows that like that's the way in which we work and that's the way we get each other and I get that she she like will call me about the most random things like it's so weird um I don't even want to say some of the stuff you've said, but like, you'll just, she'll call me with like a, like a punchline and then I'm like, okay, like, what's the story? Like, do you need help? (laughs) It's just like, she just needed to like get that out and it's like, okay, all right. But we get that and we get that we work in a weird way. Um, Actually, probably not such a weird way. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. I'm sure you can. Like, never mind, not. It's okay. Um, I'm recording it too. So this is our first time doing this. The recording might be a little funky, but it's it's fine. <laughs> we're we're doing we're doing well. Um. Um. Also, we should probably bring up that you're probably never gonna live in New York again. No. Nope. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let me say, in like maybe five. Five to ten years, I could see myself moving to like um, bougie areas in Buffalo. Um, I love Geneva, New York. It's where I'm from. It's where we're both from. Um, beautiful. I have grown to love it so much more as I've aged, but it's very difficult to go back to a town where people know everything about you or your family. And my last name is Russ, and being from Geneva, New York wasn't always the best thing to have the last name Russ. Um, I'm just gonna be honest about that. Like, I really tried to make something of myself and I feel like no matter what I do, I've, people think I have to prove myself because of my last name, because of my ethnicity, because of everything. So I, for personal reasons, will never live in probably Geneva, New York. Like just saying, I live in Philadelphia now and I'm in love with this area. So it's going good. Yeah, and that's fine. You know, you don't ever have to come back. A lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. It's not that far. No. I mean, even me moving to Rochester, though, like 40 minutes. I mean, I just was at my parents' house earlier for dinner. I mean, 
40 minutes isn't isn't a lot at all and I have lived out of state before but it's such a different life you live when you just get out of what you're comfortable with yeah and I was like so scared like you know like to go away for college and you kept telling me you're like you need to go you need to go you need to supply somewhere and then when I went to coastal I think I called or when I got accepted to coastal I think I called you and you were like just sign the lease on the apartment yeah like, pay your deposit I was transferring she's like just pay your deposit just sign the lease and then you can't change your mind and I was like that's fucking terrifying like sign a your lease and then what if I don't want to go and I signed the lease and then it came time to go and I was like I was so scared to go mm-hmm. so scared um we can probably talk about code like that and another oh um, yeah we can talk um, about like the different culture shocks we've experienced since moving out of Georgia. Yeah, um, it was, I, I enjoyed my time down there. I love the area. I vacationed there with my family. Yeah. Um, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Yeah. You know, um, and it was a good experience, but I'm glad to be back. back I'm home. definitely a firm believer of, like, throwing yourself out there. If you're even, like, if you're considering moving taking that job, restarting her life. Um, Bella, she's a year older than us, she just yes. like, started driving around and traveling from like state to state. That's awesome. Like I think more people should just be taking those like, she made a tweet about it the other day saying that people might think she's impulsive. That's not, that's impulsive in the best way. That's living your life. Yeah, awesome. I'm, we're, I'm a big big advocate of just like doing doing what you want to do who cares like I I mean I guess I was blessed to have parents who were very like laissez-faire like were like kind of just go do your own thing so I was able to do that if you have strict parents I get it it's rough but challenge them get out there and like move yourself around you'll never grow in the same place you just won't and I don't mean like hometown you can stay in your home you can stay in your hometown or whatever just like move around like try new things yeah oh absolutely yeah absolutely speaking of like change let's talk about weight fluctuation because uh-huh. this so, is a big one for us actually with Alondra's birthday coming up or passing I always like you know look for pictures or whatever and um I found a lot like a, probably when Alondra and I were like 15 or 16 we did a photo shoot as you would say <laughs> yeah I mean like like 300 pictures mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna look at I'm going to the Facebook bio right now um and we were I think oh, we have you, to you have the long one right okay yeah um How do we even come about doing this this, this photo shoot? Or we had like, some. <laughs> I want to say it. I don't know. Okay, so we we just had we had someone that just photography take pictures for us. Um, and I don't like I don't know if we did it as like a confidence boost or what we like needed at this time. My mother brought us. I was definitely insecure at that age, so I would not be surprised. Yeah. Um. And. And these photos, like, were very, uh, very tiny. Oh, I might get one. Like, a good one. Yeah, we were in, like, bikinis. We were... How old were we? Like, 16. 
Like, just, I don't know, like, we don't, there's, like, one with a basketball. We don't play basketball. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what we were really doing. Laughing. This is so cute. Yeah, that one is cute. Very cute. But um, I think if we're really talking about that photo shoot, we should be talking about, like, the unrealistic expectations of, like, what we thought we needed to stay to be. Like, what is... Put it up a little closer. There you go. Like, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, it's like funny to look at, it's cute to look at, but at the same time, it's like, ugh. I remember as like the picture, as like the years would go on. I would always look back, Like looking back at these pictures, like, and I was like, what year was this? 2011. I remember looking back at these pictures and being like, oh wow, like, we were so skinny, like, I mean, even... Even as, like, seniors, we really weren't that much bigger. No, I, we were, like, tiny in high school. Um, um, <laughs> I remember looking back at, like, these pictures and, like, how do you look back when you're 20, 19, and pictures when you were 15, 16 years old in high school in a totally different part of your life? Like, how do you look? You can't look back at that. Like, no. And you don't want, like, why would you want to? I mean, good or the bad that went on. Our bodies are now preparing for babies. Let's just be real. We are not going to stay. We're not pregnant, but like, we're women's bodies. We're not going to stay this, like, our, our waists and our hips are not going to be like this anymore. Your waist and your hips are not meant to be like this. And I'm not skinny shaming at all because even skinny girls have wider hips, like, who cares? But like, you're just not gonna stay how you looked in high school. You're not at all. Right. No one. And then. So um, yeah. in college, I remember I when I when I graduated high school, I weighed 100 pounds on the dot. When I went to high school, or I went to college. Um, and so back up a little bit. Me, Alondra, and I both cheered. I had danced up until seventh grade. Did gymnastics did t-ball coach pitch when I was younger softball very very active and then when Alondra and I were cheering we were also very active um we had strength and conditioning coaches I mean we would eat McDonald's I mean it didn't really matter like we were just so active we would eat McDonald's like every day after practice it was disgusting but we were so active that like no weight gained like I was like a diehard cheerleader like I would do like individual competitions like teamed competitions like I just went very hard in that sport um, and so um then when college came around we were apart obviously but I think co- freshman year of college I gained 30 pounds so no freshman 15 freshman 30 I, and I went from I went from one, I left, I started college at 130, and I ended college, I think at 150, I'm not sure, maybe a little over 150, I was hefty my senior year, like, for me, well, how for you, yeah, for me, what you were comfortable with, like, I I felt it, like, I felt it, yeah, yeah, so I gained the 30 pounds, and then I lost a little bit, and then, when I went to Coastal and when I was coming back, so probably 2018, I was at about 165. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so from a size zero to a size 10 or 12 mm-hmm. um which that's a lot like there's no that's the 12 sizes yeah. um and i mean it happens though it happens and that, that's a lot for somebody though that used to wear you know i, I used to just pick out clothes at the store and, and i have to try it on yeah and none of that like, anymore none of that I was having to try everything on. I couldn't online shop, and I don't know. I just didn't feel good, and I think I was always kind of like looking back at pictures from before and comparing myself. And but then when I so when I moved back home from coastal, and probably so almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so almost two years ago, I started. I started with just little things, you know not drinking so much because I definitely was a big drinker um I started going to the gym I started eating better I just cut out you know I started sleeping I wasn't in the college scene anymore at all I was with my parents Mm -hmm. and I think you know college takes a different toll on everybody and for me unfortunately it wasn't I didn't live my best life I I didn't you know I thought that was living my best life and it wasn't you know, because if you're down on yourself and you're upset about how you look and you're doing things to kind of get your mind off other things, that's really not living your best life. You know, partying, drinking, doing drugs, whatever you choose to do to hide how you're really feeling isn't, that's not living your best life. Avoidance. Um, um, I started seeing drastic progress and you did, you know, you start, people started seeing it. And, you know, that really meant a lot to me. And I think, oh, like, a lot of people, like, the nice things that people would say to me is, like, you know, what kept me going. And now I'm in, like, a, such a better spot. And I have my own, like, routine. You know, yeah. I mean, we can get into that at a different time. But, you know, it was more of, like, a mental switch. More, you know, I think I did the mental route first. And then I, I did the physical changes. Yeah, and it's just still, like weight fluctuation is so natural like you're going to just you have a you have a life that is long you expect to stay the same weight forever you're not going to unless you're very consistent which props to you i've never been one of those people i go through phases where i'm like fuck it i'm gonna have some wendy's today and tomorrow and it's gonna be fine and i don't think about it i eat a shit ton of chocolate i used to be allergic to chocolate until i was 10 so now i'm obsessed um (laughs) my guilty it's my thing like I love chocolate if you know me you know that and I just feel like weight fluctuation happens to me often and it will not be the last time it's happened to me it's it's happening right now during quarantine like I'm gaining a little bit of weight and that's okay I'm trying I'm going for walks but even if I wasn't trying that's okay too if you're not trying and you're sitting in your house and you're just watching tv that is perfectly okay like do what you need to do you're gonna gain a couple pounds and that's fine you will not change who you are on the inside unless you like let it unless you let it just be comfy because me and Miranda struggled with that we struggled being comfy with fluctuating yeah and well I think the other day we kind of we didn't get into an argument but I I was texting her and saying that you know I've been working out every day and I've been eating really healthy and I you know what obviously I wasn't drinking as much and stuff and she's like that's great but like I'm having a hard time yeah and I was like, oh okay 
and she was like, I'm happy for you, but, like, I'm having a hard time, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, like, and I had to step back and realize that, like, the life that I was living before we went into quarantine was working out every day, almost every day, mm-hmm. eating healthy, and, and my, the way I looked at it was I didn't want to change my life so much just because life was changing. I mean, there was so much out of our control that was going on. Yeah. And I, if I, what I had in control, I wanted to keep the same. But at the same time, like her life was flipped upside down and she all of a sudden wasn't going to school anymore. And she's like so close to being done. And I think that it's like, so there's like two sides of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, my identity has been being a student for the past like six years. Uh, no, I mean, I was in high school right before that. So like my identity has been being a student. So now that I've got my master's degree and I'm supposed to be looking for jobs, it's like, oh, sorry, there's a hiring freeze after all of this work you've done. And it's like, huh. So now I, I'm trying to find ways to cope. And so- okay, I think this is good. Okay, so as I was saying before we got cut off, and I'm not cheap, I did upgrade my Zoom. I don't know why that happened. I'm really upset, but anyways, um, yeah, like, a lot of shit has changed in my life, like, it's completely flipped, like, I went from being this, like, student who worked, who interned 20 hours a week, um, at drug and alcohol inpatient rehab, and then who had a GA working 15, 20 hours a week, and then who also had full-time classes, and then started bartending towards the end of it and then also trying to manage a long distance relationship like it's just been it's just been a little rough so it went from that to now being a girl who paints who's making this right now with Miranda and who started a blog about sex and relationships and yeah like it's just completely changed so I'm just adjusting but you know I think everyone is gonna have to adjust to this new kind of way of life or you know what how it's gonna be like until you know we really figure out what's going on and all that I mean I got laid off my job um March 7th and you know the industry I work in is being affected by this tremendously you know I work in events yeah entertainment industry as you would say like events and corporate parties and all that stuff so weddings um so weight fluctuation is bound to happen um for miranda it might look like we're being able to work out more and like being able to really you know reach her fitness goals and for other people like me it might look like kind of taking a step back and that's okay you gotta own it you just gotta say this is happening like I mean, I would love to say it's completely out of my control. Sure, I could work out a little bit more. But what's out of my control is how I'm feeling about everything right now. Um, I'm coping. So I know you guys are coping too. And some of you have a lot of time to reach your fitness goals. And that's your way of coping too. So that's, it's just like, you can be at anywhere in the spectrum. You really can be. Uh Yeah, no, I know. I think a lot of it too is just like, I'm such a busy body. I mean, you are too, and I love having a routine, and, you know, part of my routine was going to the gym every day, mm-hmm. um, and I hate being out of routine, I hate, you know, 
just sitting home all day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard for me. Um, so I do work out. You know, I'll work out and I'll go for a walk or a run. Um, and like that kind of part, it just kind of like clear my head. You know, think about what I'm gonna do next. And like earlier, I was like, all right, I'm getting back on LinkedIn. And I texted Alondra like and asked her a question or whatever. Um, but I'm just kind of taking my this time to like you know adjust but you know do some things that I like I kind of always just put aside mm-hmm. and kind of like you know make the best of it and I know that's hard to say because you know it's, what's going on is terrible yeah um, but the way I look at it and the way I was talking to someone else the other day is like I mean I don't know about other people but before this happened so you could say like you know St. Patrick's Day around then mm-hmm. um is when we kind of started shutting down I was just so, like, over it. And I didn't know what I was over. I was just over it. Yeah. And I don't know if I was over going out or doing the same thing, you know. I was going to the gym five, six days a week, drinking two or three nights a week. Maybe the routine you were in was starting to become not something you were interested in, like something you weren't really passionate about anymore. And so, um when that happened you know I always like say like oh I need a break like I mean a lot of talked about the other day like on Sundays I don't do anything I don't work out I don't do anything that has to do with work mm-hmm. yeah I'm the same way Saturdays and Sundays I'm off I don't ask me to do anything mm-hmm. um and now you know we have every day like that yeah. um and I think I was just doing so much at once and working so much and I was like oh I need a break like I just need you know and here we have one and you know we've never I've talked to my parents I've talked to a lot of people like this has never happened before like at time you know I was driving the other night at like 10 30 and you know the city I live in a city was all lit up and it's just like I, I'm like I can't believe I can't just go park my car right now, go in and have a drink. Or can't believe I can't go to this restaurant and have something to eat. You can't go to a store. You can't see your friends. Like, I couldn't go. I can't go to Philly to see Alondra for her birthday. And that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot for every generation, every age, every whether you were a homebody or not. You know, it's different. And this is. I mean, this is something that we're always gonna we're always gonna like think about you know we're always gonna you know look back on the time where we didn't do anything for two months mm-hmm. and you know instead of me looking back and being or like longer. Well, I could, yeah I, yeah or longer you know instead of looking back and being like I had two months to actually put myself first and do things that were gonna better me and make myself feel better you know I don't want to look back and be like oh I should have done that or I should have concentrated and it doesn't have to do with working out or anything like that mm-hmm. just something like if it's books Glenda and I like to read books a lot um and she's now she's painting I've cleaned my house 87 times I still have to organize this shoe rack behind me but um yeah you know just I feel I feel better you know now that at first at first I was very anxious and um, I like answers. I like to know. Yeah, it's like I'll have days where I'm like, yeah, like I'm like completely chill one day, and then the next day I'm like, 
biting my nails, overeating, like just doing like my anxious routine, like not sleeping kind of thing. But then it's like the next day I like, it'll be like one good thing happens. Like I'll jump up, I don't know, like I'll edit one of the sex stories that gets submitted to me or I'll, or I'll paint something that I really liked or even my kitty. Like I'll just be like, okay, like today's not such a bad day. Oh, and I've perfected the mocha latte at home. Like I'm a big coffee advocate, so I perfected a mocha latte. That made me happy. It's I mean it's a lot. It's a lot about the little things. Um, it's easy. It's very easy to get stuck in your room and you know feel hopeless. But you gotta find something to look forward to, even if it's. It could be eating a raisin if you like raisins. Like yeah, literally, <laughs> it can be painting your toenails. Just give yourself something, something. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you all deserve a lot of credit. I mean, we all do. Like, we're all in this time, and we're here doing what we're doing, and we're trying to make the best of it. So, I guess just you know what we were talking about weight fluctuation. If it's happening to you right now, that's okay. We've been there. Yeah, no, we've been there for sure, 100%. And, you know, it's it's hard at this time to to feel hopeful and, you know, me and a lot talk about it. I think you said it, like, this is trauma because there's no, I mean, they can tell us dates, they can tell us that we really don't know when it will end and when it will go back to, you know, even semi-normal. Yeah. So I, Miranda already mentioned, like, I'm, I just finished school for therapy and I'm going for my um, LPC license. I'm about to take my national counselor certification exam very, very soon in like a week. Yes. Um, but I was trained very intensely um, by a trauma therapist who does like experiential therapy, which is basically like act therapy rather than talk therapy. So I have a very, very like sensitive spot for what trauma is and I think right now it's important to note which Miranda just mentioned is this time in itself is traumatic it could be a big T trauma for someone meaning very traumatic for you long-lasting effects on you or it could be a little T trauma meaning like right now you're just in crisis mode um or it might not be traumatic for you at all. That's that's fine. But let's just recognize that for a lot of people, this time in itself is very traumatic. So just be easy. Be easy on yourself. Be easy on other people. Other people, absolutely. Um, I guess we'll just wrap this up with saying, like, don't count out your long-distance friendships. Yes, just because. absolutely not. And really be easy on yourself and others, especially when it comes to to wait and other things like yeah going through it and the whole like wait thing and stuff um i think we decided to talk about that because i think it just comes up a lot Mm -hmm. i think it comes up a lot and you know even i mean i'm guilty of it i posted things like oh hot girl quarantine and i mean you could take people take things how they want to Mm -hmm. um and i think i'm always just like just striving to be like the best version of myself i can be yeah. And that, you know, I have my days like everyone else does, but um, I think it's important, too, to just kind of take this time to, like, shut up. Like, if you're 
you're, if the things you're seeing on Instagram are bothering you, or the things you're seeing on Facebook, I, I don't, I don't get on Facebook anymore. I'm over Facebook. <laughs> I'm over the politics. I'm over it. I don't need it. It's negative. Um, but I mean, this is a time too. Also, it's like the things that you really can't avoid when we're in our normal life. Fucking avoid them now. Mm-hmm. We're in quarantine. We can't see people. Those toxic people that you always want to get away from. Take this time to get away from them. Yeah, for sure. We toxic go- friends, toxic work. I mean, I don't even know what I'm gonna do when this this is over with. I don't know. Yeah, and not knowing is really freaking hard for a lot of us. But we, you know, it is. It's out of your control. Like it's out of your control. But um, yeah, me and Miranda will probably we'll probably put up another video talking about weight but more in terms of like what social media does to like your body image we're both very passionate about this um and i know a lot of girls need a lot of you know what i'm gonna stop being gender specific a lot of individuals need to hear that your body does not need to look a certain way sometimes you just don't have your bones aren't structured to look a certain way all the time we'll get into that maybe our next video um but we're gonna post this somehow we don't really know yet um so um you know message me text me on anything text miranda message miranda let us know what you want to hear um it will be anonymous we won't we won't say your name we won't say like oh so and so recommended this topic unless you want us to like say that in the message but um if you listened to this whole thing thank you thank you so much we really appreciate it we'll get better at being um shorter yeah and we'll be more organized this is our first one we're on a tangent don't hate us um, and also, if you have title ideas for us, let us know. We're thinking, we're thinking, either calling it You're Not Crazy, or We're Not Crazy, or something. It has to be broad, because we're going to go over a lot of topics, but... Yeah, very broad. Yeah. But, thank All you, right. guys. Good night. Love ya.